That that was really heavy at the end of the Batman trailer, but you know, yeah. it's nice. It's simple. It seems like it's really getting that good, you know, middle ground between Hans Zimmer and Danny Elfman. You know what I'm saying? Who's, who's composing it? That's a great question. Hold on, way to put me on the spot. <laughs> You're starting us with some Batman, uh, some Batman trailer talk. So I figured we might as well know the uh, the composer. Well, well actually, we'll, we'll let we'll let the intro play, and then as soon as the intro plays, we'll come back, and Jimmy will have that for you. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Uthi. Michael Giacchino, man. Good for oh, okay. Good, that's, you know, he's one of my faves, you know. Yeah. Good composer. He's, uh, yeah, he's in like the, well, I would say probably him. Hans Zimmer and John Williams, and they're among the three of the best. Yeah, three of the biggest working today. Um, uh, yeah, so Michael Giacchino, he's one of my one of my favorites. And I just wanted to say, Holden, that you know that was really embarrassing. Uh, we've been going on for this is our hundredth and hundred and twentieth episode. And, oh wow! And it ends tonight. After a hundred and twenty episodes, <laughs> it ends tonight. It ends tonight. It Tomp ends tonight. Ends tonight. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but we do have a great episode for you this week, featuring our review of Halloween Kills, in addition to a lot of DC fandom news. If you didn't get the joke, they say blah 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 something something ends tonight. I think about forty six times in <laughs> Halloween Kills. We'll get into that. <laughs> That one movie podcast. Tom. First, Jimmy, we've got to do the Toms. The Toms, 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 Toms. There's our new Toms theme song for Batman-related news. Tom's, Tom's. Tom's is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Tom's, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Tom, Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. I should have known that. That was the point where it went from funny to annoying, and I, I crossed the line. <laughs> I do that quite often. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but first uh, we'll cover some trailers, and I will start with the non-DC stuff um, before we get into that. So uh, our first trailer is for The Black Phone. Um, the Black Phone, it's a new horror film directed by Scott Derrickson, who previously did Sinister and Doctor Strange. Um, so this is kind of the movie he did after he got kicked off of Doctor Strange 2 over creative differences. Actually, they, apparently they left amicably, but um, well, that's yeah, what so they always say that's what they always say. Um, but this movie's interesting one, like the tra- the concept is interesting, which we'll get into. But also the trailer dropped, and apparently it's already premiered at a festival like a week ago, and it's gotten pretty good reviews so far. Hmm. It releases next February, February 5th, but it 
I think it's sitting at like a 77 on Metacritic right now, something like that. Pretty good for a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think of the trailer, Jimmy? Uh, well, Ethan Hawke looks very scary. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm pretty desensitized. I was really creeped out every time he showed up on screen. That mask is frightening. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's like kind of walking Phoenix Joker sort of vibes I got. From yeah, him. from the performance. Arthur Fleck. The mask um, kind of looks like the uh, the Spider-Man PS4 <laughs> demon masks. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Um, mixed with, uh, what was I going to say? I blanked. What was I going to say? Like uh, Silence of the Lambs a little bit, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. What I'm talking about there. I was going to say something. Oh, Room. Mixed with Room, too. Oh, sure. So, yeah, know, yeah. For obvious reasons. He looks like he's in a room a lot. Also, Holden... I got a black phone today. Well, I guess dark gray. I got the I switched to the dark side. Hold, and I got the iPhone. Oh dear. So I don't know if you noticed my text messages were blue today. I didn't. But uh, my brain is fried because I've spent the last three hours <laughs> downloading, entering passwords, looking up all my passwords, <laughs> uh, just getting everything set up. So oh yeah. here okay so it says my my last text I sent you was in green but then once you started sending messages it started saying i message so i bet the next time i send you one it'll be blue there we go so back to the movie holden way to derail us (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean it looks i guess it it it, i didn't expect the supernatural element yeah that you that you see in the second half of this trailer based on the first half I think uh, I'm excited to see Ethan Hawke in this role just because, I mean, the trailer terrified me. I mm-hmm. really don't really get, like, they would just show flashes of him in his mask or without it, and both times they'd just be like, ooh, well, I didn't like that. Yeah, and um, I the I haven't really read it in depth of any reviews, but kind of what I get from just various consensus is that his performance is really good. So very excited to see more of that. The uh the concept of like these these uh, previously murdered kids like calling this this current victim on the phone and trying to help him is interesting. I'm I'm kind of I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see where that goes. Haven't really seen that before. Here's an idea. Don't put him in a room with the phone. Get rid of the phone. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I mean, part of the trailer, he yells, like, hang up the phone. Like, so is he aware that this is a possibility, but for some reason he can't, like, remove it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird. We'll see. Quit paying your phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> Just get rid of the phone. Get rid uh, of the landline going down to your basement. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, it, I think one of the shots that showed it was disconnected. Yeah, so maybe it, yeah, he, it does like, show it's disconnected. But still, just <laughs> get rid of the phone. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what it looks like. Uh, they, I don't know. I hope the stuff they showed because it shows them kind of like getting loose. I hope that happens not at the end of the movie yeah you know what i'm saying so. yeah i hope that like maybe he escapes and then gets captured again or something it's it's more towards the middle of the movie that way we're not just seeing what happens at the end or maybe they escape halfway through the movie and the rest of it's all about the trauma and ptsd related to that so. <laughs> just like in room no, i wasn't gonna say the movie because i didn't <laughs> want to spoil it but I just I, that was for a if you know you know sort oh, of thing. Okay. But well, good now, old Holden. Now everyone knows. Yeah. Well, you know what? There you go. 
So uh, um, I'll give this trailer a Brokaw. I will give it a Bergeron just because I I don't know supernatural horror movies. Um, I like it when they're more realistic, I guess, which mm-hmm. is not a lot. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not fully convinced on the, the concept, but I, I did like what I saw from Ethan Hawke and the overall vibe. So there we go. I'll go Bergeron. But like, okay. a, but more on the Brokaw side than the Bombadil side, certainly. Sure. Uh, next trailer is for The Beatles, Get Back. Uh, the I've I very anticipated, I think on both of our ends, Peter Jackson's next documentary following um, We Shall Not Grow Old, or They Shall Not Grow Old. Yes, um, shall not Which is very old. good. <laughs> um, very good documentary. Um, but yeah, this one uh, ta- it like takes previously recorded footage in the 60s for the other Beatles documentary, Let It Be. I think it takes a bunch of footage that wasn't used for that and then kind of puts it and puts it into a new documentary um what how do you does this happen i mean how does this happen like they they <laughs> have this all this footage of the beatles that you just nobody's seen really and then <laughs> they did they had this for the <laughs> the chicago bulls with michael uh michael jordan in the late 90s so it's like <laughs> how does this happen where this documentary team gets unprecedented like access to this insanely popular group of people and then just none of the footage is ever seen until someone makes about it <laughs> makes a documentary about it in, in the this 2020s in this movie's case i think it's um I, I haven't seen let it be from what but from what i understand that movie i mean it's it's the beatles at their end of their career but i think it's pretty notorious for showing the more negative side of the beatles and so i wouldn't be surprised if like paul mccartney and everyone who have a ton of control obviously over all Beatles things they're very picky about what gets allowed to be used I wouldn't be surprised if he's like yeah don't use any more of that footage we don't we don't want any more of that getting out you're but saying I, so uh, what in regards to that footage we should just let it be we should just let it be yes and we should just <laughs> get back to this other stuff exactly oh um, this this seemed pretty negative too <laughs> Well, it's it's like I from what I can tell and I think Peter Jackson said this previously. I think he wants to show their relationship together being more positive, but it it definitely shows them kind of being burnt out a bit. But I I don't think it'll be them like fighting all the time, which is how everyone has previously thought that that's how the Beatles were at the end of their time. I don't know. Uh, I am not the biggest Beatles super fan. I mean, I like their music, but I I don't know that much about them. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I mean it just looks really interesting. I'm just amazed by the quality of the the film itself. I'm sure Peter Jackson's team really cleaned it up and mm-hmm. enhanced it, um, like they did with You Shall Grow Old. I mean, not to that extent, but I'm sure they enhanced it quite a bit to make it look as good as it does here. Couldn't believe that's from like the 1960s. Yeah, and um, so it's being released on Disney Plus as a three-part docu-series. Yeah. It was previously a movie, but I think each part is like two hours. It's <laughs> like, a lot. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's basically three movies, um, six hours of, of, of a documentary, which could be very interesting. We'll see. Peter Jackson with his name attached, he does love just long movies. <laughs> Um, but his his visions are always very complete uh, when he's allowed to go for that length. So I don't know. Yeah, 
I'm very intrigued. I think it's also not everyone can handle weekly, length, but maybe Peter Jackson starting November can. 25th or whatever. It says because at the end of the trailer it says starting November 25th, so I'm guessing it's going to be a week at a time. Yeah. Just. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I will give it a Broca, I guess. Even I'm not like dying to see it, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of time. So I don't know <laughs> if I'll watch it right away. I'll, I'll wait to hear what everybody else has to say about it. Yeah, I'll give it a Broca. Pretty excited about it. I'll probably watch it as it airs. Um, and then the last non-DC trailer we have is for Scream. Ah! <laughs> uh, which which I had forgotten had come out this week. I wasn't well. I was also not convinced we were going to watch the trailer because I've we've both only seen the first one. Yeah, and I I don't even remember what happens in that movie. Who. I don't yeah. even remember the. <laughs> I don't remember the end. <laughs> so I I, I remember who the killer is, but I, that's about. And I remember the opening because the opening's pretty iconic. But I remember the opening, which yeah. is clearly referenced in in this trailer here. But I do not remember who it is <laughs> at all. That's yeah. Um. So a lot of returning actors: Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette are all back i think they were in the sequels too i was wondering if this was like a ignore the sequels and just the first one matters but this is a sequel to the fourth one so it is yeah it seems very much halloween 2018 yeah so you probably don't need to see the other ones but yeah um but you can scream you can scream it three more times you you can to make up for it just like you uh this is the first one not directed by Wes Craven because he died a few years ago um so I and I don't remember who's directing this um I don't know what what do you is think not, of the trailer uh well I think it looks interesting I mean mm-hmm. it looks like Scream yeah <laughs> uh it's got the guy who plays Huey in The Boys <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> And the the love interest from In the Heights. Yeah, I was like, she looks really familiar. I cannot remember what she's in. Yeah. Um, you know, it looks like a fun slasher time. It just reminded me of the the current Halloween movies, but the Scream version of that. So yeah, I well, guess. A, I mean, a, oh sorry, it's being directed by two people, and it looks like one of them formerly directed some of the previous VHS movies and the other one might it might be his first movie <laughs> but okay um but uh i think it'll be entertaining enough i mean it's a slasher so i thought i liked how in the trailer it was like incorporating some of that smart home stuff and yeah. who the heck has a landline still Come that's on. true <laughs> i want there there's probably going to be a joke about that i i'm i'm really interested to see what meta elements they they add like i i hope they update it with like the modern you know realm of horror make fun of some more modern things slashers aren't super like big nowadays but i i feel like they could still incorporate some more modern horror sensibilities into the the satire yeah it'd be like wow everybody's pretending like <laughs> all these things never even happened you know, it's like <laughs> they reboot everything all the time i'm sure there'll be a joke about that um but yeah i'll give it a bergeron yeah bergeron okay on to dc fandom 
Um, the the big thing's the Batman trailer, but I think we'll end with that. We'll start with the stuff we don't care as much about. Well, the big thing is the dome itself. Very yeah, the dome, dome is huge. Um, Too big, if if I'm <laughs> going to say. Like sometimes you're like, that makes Dwayne Johnson look like a little guy. It's it a big look dome. like a pebble. <laughs> Um, that but yeah, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, I'll, I'll just mention Shazam two, uh, fury of the gods has had some behind the scenes footage. Jimmy didn't watch it. Um, but it's basically just, I mean, shows some of the filming. It looks like there's some cool practical stuff in it. There were some car flips. There were some, uh, like big explosions that were real. It, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how that all plays in. Is it the same director? Yeah, same okay. director, um, David Sandberg. Yeah, um, but yeah, and Zachary Levi's—he's looking like Shazam. Got a bunch of the cast back. Uh, I've, I'd forgotten Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are the villains. Got a little look at them, but not not too much aside from them and their costumes. Um, but yeah, looks looks promising. That's not coming out till twenty twenty three, but yeah, that's coming. Um, did you watch the Aquaman 2 stuff? No, didn't okay. even see that was a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's also um, not... It, it was mostly just behind-the-scenes stuff because that's coming out December of next year, so they're still in the process of filming it. Um, I did, I had The one thing that I found the most interesting about it was one of the producers was like, oh, yeah, Aquaman is the most successful DC movie ever, and I just not comprehended that <laughs> is, is the high- actually yeah i think it is the highest earning dc movie ever really more than the dark knight i think so wow <laughs> <laughs> i'll double adjusted check for that. inflation uh well i guess i don't know about that let me I, i'll i'll look at it while i'm talking um, that is i mean i guess i still have not seen aquaman from 2017 Okay, so uh, Dark Knight, $185 million budget, $1.005 billion at the box office. That's not adjusted for inflation. And then Aquaman did not make a billion dollars. Yeah, $1.148 billion. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, adjusted for inflation probably. Adjusted for inflation, probably not, especially with the the budget being almost two hundred million. Um, but it's still like it just in pure monetary value. It it had the biggest box office returns. Was that that year where like every movie made a billion dollars? Was that the same year as Lion King? Y- yes. Or I think so. <laughs> I mean, I cannot believe that. I if you would have told me, I was just like. It's true or false, Aquaman made a billion dollars. I'd been like, no, I probably made like four hundred million. <laughs> I just I'm dumbfounded. Flabbergasted. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think Bombadil. the first one <laughs> I haven't seen it. Just kidding. Yeah, James Wan seems pretty excited about this one. Um I mean, I guess it's it's promotional material, so well, he could just be hating himself behind the scenes. But Well, to be fair, James Wan is literally like excited about anything too. True, true. Like, he just seems like a very energetic guy. Enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give the footage Bergeron, whatever. Um, okay, did you see Black Adam's thing? I did. Okay. It wasn't really much. No. It was it was like 
just a small scene from the movie i i like skipped there was like it was like a five minute presentation and i just skipped to the scene because i didn't care about anything else it was like dwayne johnson talking for like three minutes about how passionate he was about this role black Um, adam yeah one of the the most fun things i've ever done the one thing i will give it the one thing i will give it it just i mean it's based off of like 30 seconds of footage but it looks like like he is just a bad person just killing people like i figured dwayne johnson in this role it might end up like a venom or something where he's not really a villain even though it says he's a villain but he like brutally murders a couple people in this in this one scene so i don't know yeah i don't know i I, i'll give i'll go bergeron i mean dwayne johnson seems to be having fun with it he's like this is the most he's like this is the most insane movie i've ever done (laughs) And I did Jungle Cruise and Skyscraper and the Jumanji movies. San Andreas. San Andreas. Rampage. Yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron as well. Um, and then we can talk about The Flash. Um, had Okay, so... <laughs> Ezra Very, Miller, I, okay, can I just say something about this? Ezra yeah. Miller comes on. I Is he in character of Bad Flash or something? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. He, if he's he, not, it's really cringy. It um, was really awkward. <laughs> it's just, and then he's like, "We don't have enough footage to show you a teaser, but here's something we whipped together, and it's literally a teaser trailer." I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about? Why did they not just show a teaser trailer?" Yeah, and it, it was wasn't so weird. funny. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't even just like behind the scenes footage, like a couple of these others movies. It was like it seemed like fully edited like scenes from the movie <laughs> with so with weird. with like uh cgi like, yeah um that was very awkward i was uncomfortable for a lot of that but uh <laughs> it looked i mean to be fair i like it looked interesting in terms of like the multiverse and mm-hmm. batman <laughs> batman's yeah. in it michael michael keaton's, keaton's in it he has a voiceover yeah so. i I mean, I'm I'm interested. I've been interested ever since they they said Michael Keaton will be in it. I'm still interested. We don't really get a look at him aside from his pointy ears. Um, the new Flash costume looks okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't um, realize there was a new one. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's it is different than I think the Justice League one. Um, yeah, I I think the Flashpoint story is really interesting. I don't it's it's weird because that story is typically just like after the flash has been around for a while but he's kind of just been established in this universe so we'll see bergeron yeah bergeron it's it's looking more promising than i thought it would <laughs> if it's actually getting made which yeah, i thought it, is it would getting made. So. november next year supposedly oh i should have said black adam's july of next year apparently so um uh, and then before we get into i think the two biggest things i'll uh, let's hit the the game stuff um so kind of kind of disappointing i think at least from my perspective on both fronts because it was just story trailers from both of the games there was no gameplay shown especially i mean we saw gotham knights it looked kind of bad last year but we didn't see any gameplay from suicide squad it's weird that they showed a gameplay tra- trailer last year for Gotham Knights and not this year. I think, think it would be the other way around. I think it's because people didn't like 
the, the gameplay and so they're just trying to hype up the story and make hope people forget about how much they didn't really like the trailer i still am like, uh, that movie or that game looks very disappointing to me yeah and it's it's so weird because it's not the arkham continuity but it is but it's not i but mean the not. suicide squad <laughs> one looks like it is the arkham continuity maybe except maybe? well the the opening of the suit well, i've got i'm just gonna go bombadil for the yeah for gotham, the, knights. Uh, gotham knights <laughs> yeah bombadil i don't really have anything else to say about it it just doesn't i mean like it's like the court of owls cool but then it's just like you know this kind of under the radar thing and then it's just a bunch of like uh you know what just like little minion guys going out and attacking him I'm like i don't think that's really the essence of the court of owls it's kind of more like a shady illuminati rather than a bunch of weird owl <laughs> guys coming and attacking you but um, well i mean yeah i guess i watched I can't remember which animated Batman movie it was. Maybe it was Batman versus Robin. I can't remember. Court of Owls is in one of them. And they do have, like, assassins, but it's just, like, a few. It's not like they have an army of minions that go around and... Well, that's what I want, is, like, assassins. Yeah. Ninjas. You know, not weird owl things. Not, like, a a big guy with a hammer, (laughs) which is in the trailer. (laughs) Um... So yeah, Bombadil there. But uh, the opening shot of the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League is the same opening shot of Arkham Asylum. It's literally the same thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. And Arkham Asylum is the same design. So. Well, and uh, the Penguin at the end of the trailer looks like it's the same design as he was in the game, the Arkham games. So. Yeah. Um. That penguin action at the DC fandom. Yeah. I mean, that game, I'm guessing, will be good. Mm -hmm. I don't... Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see that one. But like you said, the uh, gameplay, I mean, it comes out next year, right? So we haven't seen anything. Is... Okay, is is the... I I didn't look... I meant to look it up. Do you... Is the woman who plays Amanda Waller the same woman who plays like your friend in Jedi Fallen Order. Oh wow, yeah, I didn't think about that, but their character models look very yeah. similar. So Yeah, so I I wasn't sure if um if it was like the same actor and she just did mocap for both. And she sounded familiar. I'm like, "What do I know her from?" So, yeah, yeah I think I not sure, but I would think you're right on that front. Mhm. Yeah, and I uh, I mean <laughs> Not all the humor landed, but I did think that the bit at the end with the penguin was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Keep electrocuting him. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see that. I I, I just really want to know how each character plays, if each of them has a different gameplay style. I want to see see the trailers for, like, each of them and see. I want to predict which one I'll have the most fun with. I would think captain boomerang or whatever yeah would be i mean for me i'm just like predicting just Mm -hmm. like ranged combat stuff uh yeah i'll give you know i'll give it a bergeron would have liked to seen some gameplay but i mean it still looks promising yeah bergeron uh the next up peacemaker got a full trailer for the series coming out on hbo max in january Uh, obviously based off of the character who just appeared in the suicide squad played by John Cena. 
Uh, what'd you think of the trailer? Looks good. I, I think it just looks like a good time. Um, mm-hmm. I watched, I think that was like the whole, I sat down and watched part of it during lunch. Cause like, Oh, DC fandoms on. And that a lot of it featured suicide squad and looks like James Gunn just had a really good time mm-hmm. making it. And the whole cast had a good time making it. So I'm, I think it'll just be a, a fun series to watch. And the, yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. Vi- the vigilante character kind of se- he he sounds like he's doing a Ryan Reynolds impression. It sounds like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought when I saw it. Um, Robert Patrick, the T one thousand, is is Peacemaker's dad. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested because, I mean, Peacemaker is funny enough in Suicide Squad, and I'm sure he'll be that way in this, but I'm kind of interested to see why he's he's such a dick. <laughs> I guess, well, I think like, he's going to have a redemption arc here. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure, like, with his dad being there, we'll see a lot of why he is the way he is as well. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Brokaw for Suicide Squad. Not yeah. Suicide Squad, Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, broke off from me as well, and then the the big one, the one we were very anticipated for, was uh, the Batman, the new yes. trailer, uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman coming out in March of next year. We're getting four DC movies next year. Crazy, um, but yeah, the the most anticipated one is coming out the earliest. What do you think of the trailer, Jimmy? Um, I want to know. So did the Riddler? You know go to the diner and say hey i need you person who who the you know waiter or waitress to to make this question mark out of the foam in my coffee (laughs) because i mean diners come on they don't do that or does he do that is the riddler a barista i bet he did it okay i was just that was one of the thoughts that came to my mind looks good i mean it 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 looks kind of more in the vein of an arkham which i like but Mm -hmm. maybe just a little bit grittier yeah, dirtier than Arkham, even. So I, uh, I enjoy that it's it's young Batman. He just seems like he doesn't have the the control of like of of more matured Batman that we've seen before, like an Arkham Origins Batman. Yeah, untethered. Yeah. Um, well, I I'm I'm just excited to see him. He, yeah, he's just he's like roll roll. I the one thing I was when uh when he's talking to the Riddler in the jail, what does he yell at him? I don't. I was wondering that too. He's like, hurrah, hurrah. I'm like, I have no idea what you said. <laughs> but uh, the movie looks gorgeous. A lot of a lot of good cinematography. Interesting things with lighting. Um, the the action looks promising. I think Colin Farrell looks like he's going to be really fun as the Penguin. I I think previously we had said he's not going to be in it very much but he looks like he'll be a lot of fun yeah he looked like he was really getting into the role mm-hmm. got a, like a brooklyn accent yeah like an italian american kind of mm-hmm. kind of like what's <laughs> he's like doing his robert de niro impersonation <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's incredible how he just has blended right into that role mm-hmm. uh, it, i mean he just he, i would never have known that was Colin Farrell unless we were told it was. Yeah. I, he just I completely blends in. Uh, other things, uh, we get a little bit more of a glimpse at Catwoman, mm-hmm. um, which would be interesting. Again, I'm just, my concern is, is this movie going to get too crowded? 
I hope not. Yeah. I yeah, Selena Kyle, it doesn't I don't I mean she'll probably be like an anti-hero like she usually is, but I don't think she's going to be like a central antagonistic force in this. So we'll we'll probably still only have like two villains and even then it's mostly going to be the Riddler's show. Yeah, no, I'm guessing that the bat that Batman needs Catwoman for something. Mm-hmm. Um, means to an end, and that's how they interact. Uh, similar to the Arkham games, you know. Yeah. Uh, but forgot Andy Circus was Alfred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's in it. Jeffrey Wright is in like one shot of the trailer. He's we did not nice get a lot of Paul Dano Riddler though. No. I think they're wanting to save that. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, especially if, if they know this performance is really good. And he is a great actor, so. Yes. Um, so, I'm I'm in overall, I'm going to give it a Brokaw. I'm still excited. Michael Giacchino's doing the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. He gets shot at a million times and just takes it. <laughs> Uh, I'm not, I'm still, uh, I don't know about the Batmobile. I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll probably win me over. I'm not, I'm not against it because I think it's, it's certainly a unique take. It um, is. So I, I, I'm hoping in context of the movie, it makes a lot of sense, but. Yeah. There we go, Holden. We made it through the fandom. We did. We did. Wow. Cool. Okay, so we got a few extra things outside of DC fandom. Not much. That was the big it's stuff. It's a very big dome. Not not many things big. fit outside of it. Exactly. Uh, we got an announcement of M. Night Shyamalan's new movie this week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Which I didn't... I, I'm kind of surprised it's coming out this quickly. Although I'm guessing Old was probably delayed from last year. So I guess he's probably been hard at work on this. Um, but it's coming out February 3rd, 2023. Um, and it is titled Knock at the Cabin, which that's about all we know about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, just based on that, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I'm excited. Excited yes. to see potentially a train wreck <laughs> or something that surprises me. Yeah. Bergeron cer- for me. Yeah. Bergeron. He's certainly a an interesting filmmaker. I'm always interested in his stuff. Um, then Guardians of the Galaxy had some casting news. Um, Adam Warlock, who was previously hinted at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, has been cast, uh, Will Poulter. Yes. Uh, who, you, any of you out there may know him from, he was in Midsommar, he was in Black Mirror Bandersnatch, he was in The Revenant, he's in the Maze Runner movies. He's, he's in a lot of stuff. very distinct looking. Very, he's got those eyebrows. <laughs> Everyone, refer, uh, lots of people just refer to him as the eyebrows guy because he's, he's got very distinct arching eyebrows and the freckles. And he's just yeah. very distinct. Yeah, yeah. Um, you look up a picture and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. I know, I know that guy. Yeah, you would. Um, Adam Warlock. I don't know a ton about him. I know he's he like people were in a hubbub like comics fans were because he in the comics has a big part of the Infinity Saga, but obviously he wasn't used for that. Um, but he is this yet. big, yet, <laughs> but he was this big, uh, 
I, I don't really know what his powers are. He's a pretty popular character, but that's about all I know about him. He's a space guy. <laughs> space guy. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Bertrand. Ugh. I'll go Brokaw. I think he's a good actor. I'm. I'll be interested to see. He. I don't. He doesn't typically do like comedic stuff, so I'll be interested to see what he does with James Gunn's script. Um. Then Tom Holland this week said that he views No Way Home as the end of this uh, Spider-Man series. Uh, his quote says, we're all treating No Way Home as the end of the franchise, let's say. I think if we were lucky enough to dive into these characters again, you'd be seeing a di very different version. It would no longer be the Homecoming trilogy. We would give it some time and try to build something different and tonally change the films. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. But we were definitely treating No Way Home like it was coming to an end and it felt like it. Disney and Sony are not going to agree to a deal, I guess, uh, is my take on it. I'm disappointed because I like Tom Holland a lot. I hope he's still heavily featured in the MCU movies. I mean, he's my favorite part of it right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm not like excited by the news, but I, I hope they at least have stuck the landing. Uh, and I'm kind of going to just wait to reserve judgment fully uh, until we see No Way Home. And if it is a good conclusion to that storyline then sure but if not i'll be like oh let's make another one yeah no i definitely think he should still be i mean i'm guessing sony would still let him be used in like the crossover movies because i mean they're not gonna have the ability to make something of that scale <laughs> really so I, I mean i hope he still appears i would and i would still like more solo stuff too but we'll see it better not just be him and the Venom stuff. Oh my gosh. Jeez. If that... Uh, I don't want to think of that. That better not be the direction that this goes. Well, what other direction would it be? I mean... I guess. Yeah. That's a shame. I'm going to go Bombadil. Yeah, Bombadil. Um... And then... Oh, this was something I meant to bring up last week. I don't. Did you ever watch that 70s show? No, but they're making the that '90s show. Yeah, which is kind of cringy. Yeah, they're bringing back the uh, that '90s show sequel series on Netflix, bringing back the dad and mom from that '70s show, um, which are maybe the two best characters in the show, especially Red Foreman, played by Kurt Lockwood. Um, but yeah, it's going to be set in the '90s, so eh, whatever. Seems kind of stupid. Great. <laughs> so I'll give that a bombadil. I will um, not give it any judgment because I have no opinion on it. Yeah, I like that '70s show a lot, but yeah, this just seems desperate. Um, yeah, let's move. Unless we have any game stuff, I don't. I don't think so, but I haven't been playing paying attention. So okay, let's move on to our review of Halloween Kills. It ends tonight. Alrighty, Holden, I'm back. Had to use the restroom break. I haven't really had to do that during the podcast, really. Well, I mean, when we talk for like 45 minutes about DC news, <laughs> it'll do that to you. Um, uh, I was just going to say, we started an episode off once singing the, the Halloween theme, but it wouldn't have been for the Halloween movie, because that, didn't that come out in 2018? Yeah, we that was before podcast, we did the podcast. Yeah. 
I just remember you had like the free Halloween digital download of the theme <laughs> on your computer for I don't know. Did you get it for buying a ticket or something? Yeah, I bought. I, I don't remember where I bought a, a ticket from, but it had like a promotional. Like they give you the MP3 of the 2018 Halloween theme. It was just on his desktop, and it still is. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe I, I, for some reason, I want to say we were reviewing Shazam, but I, I don't know. No, I well, think you're right because I think because we were at your place. We were in the basement. Yeah, I think that was the one. It was Shazam's episode. I have no idea why, but uh, you know, if you want to check us, check that out. <laughs> go check out the, the Halloween theme. Go check out the first 30 seconds or so of the Shazam episode. But uh, Holden, it's Halloween Kills. Yeah, Halloween Kills, uh, the sequel to the hit 2018 sequel reboot uh, of the Halloween franchise. Sequoot. Sequoot. Um, yeah, Jimmy, you and I both, we both enjoyed the 2018 one. I think we were both kind of surprised by it. I enjoy, I don't think it's a great movie, but I had a really good time, and yeah. I thought it was uh, a serviceable end to the Halloween movies. And now they're making two more, so <laughs> including this one. So yeah, uh, um, yeah. So for context, I did watch the 2018 one again. I watched it immediately before this one. I was gonna go see this in the theaters. But I'm in Lincoln, and I didn't really want to go out. And I realized if I just bought a month of Peacock, it would be lo- it would be cheaper than a movie ticket. So <laughs> I just watched it on Peacock. For me, yeah. Well, did you get the ads or no ads? No ads. I got the no ads too, and I'm like the same price. I don't yeah. have to deal with anybody else. I don't have to drive to the theater for this. Yeah. Um, Plus, you I don't really care. I don't really care about pumping up the Halloween kills box office numbers they literally already are making or have made the third one so yeah and this one's doing really well apparently i saw it was like the best streaming and theatrical same day release opening weekend like of any movie including all the hbo max ones so wow um so you're saying it killed it at the box office it did it killed it at the box office this movie is not good in my opinion it is I think entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't I wasn't really bored. But this movie is so ridiculously dumb but takes <laughs> itself so seriously and I just that disconnect to me was hilarious. I I kind of liked it. I I don't think it's good and we'll probably give it similar scores, but I kind of enjoyed some of it, but it's also I think I, I was trying to examine like why this movie felt so weird. It, it has like a weird f- like pacing to it, and I think uh, part of it is that you know there's another one that was made like at the same time, so you have another movie that's coming out next year. But it it it's a movie that I, to, in my opinion it acts like it's never slowing down, but it never really speeds up in reality. I I felt like it was kind of slow but pretending to be fast yeah it's like you're not really building up to anything no you're building up to the third movie mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's just this the this like the absolute worst part of this movie is that it is completely inconsequential i mean in reality i mean mm-hmm. the fate of a couple characters i guess 
Yeah. But it's not like I cared about them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, completely inconsequential. That is I, like the epitome of this movie. Um, it is just, it's a filler episode of Michael Myers just killing a bunch of people. It really is. I mean, yeah, it's an entertaining it one that for some reason tries to get really pretentious and have commentary on mob mentality that I don't think works at all. No. Um, um yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I guess getting into that commentary, I think it's it's a super cool idea to have like, you know, Michael Myers has been this, you know, legend that terrorized them, you know, 40 years ago or whatever and now he's back and, and this, this is ending tonight. This is ending tonight. And I think it's cool. Like, it's the small town in Illinois. It would make sense to me that you would have a bunch of people that would get together to just stop this guy. And, like, a small town, you have that, like, close-knit community. I, I It would make sense. But it's it gets to this point of mom mentality, and all they have to say about it is that it gets out of hand fast. That's, like, it. And then there's nothing more added to the commentary. <laughs> it's just like very basic it's very unbelievable too in my Mm -hmm. opinion um and also like the time frame of this movie is not very believable it's like this is all taking all three of these movies are apparently taking place over one halloween night no the next one is is a time jump okay the the directors were yeah the directors said that halloween ends is like four years later so then it's actually taking place in 2022 Where's Michael Myers going? Just, yeah, that's what I don't know. Like, <laughs> is he embracing ha- embracing hashtag van life, and he's just at the Grand Canyon? <laughs> you know, like what is going on? I mean, come on here. What? Uh, incredible. I mean, it's that's just funny. This movie was. I, I thought the social commentary in this movie was so bad. I mean, there's literally a line where they're like, "Now we're the monsters." Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> I rolled uh I so I watched both of these with my mom and my mom actually didn't like the 2018 one that much which is I mean it's I I don't think it's great or anything I understand her criticisms but she she just like looked at me and rolled her eyes at that line and I was like yep pretty bad um I cannot wait to dissect that in spoilers uh but let's see uh, we get I mean I it is not an exaggeration to say that 25% of the dialogue in this movie is something, something ends tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, especially once you get to that mob stuff, it's just them chanting evil dies tonight for like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all you hear. That's all the audio is. And it's like that line was cringy in the trailer but it was like okay fine if they say that once whatever but it's so prevalent and it's made even worse by the fact that you know it it, there's another movie (laughs) like (laughs) decidedly four years later after this one like evidently evil is not dying tonight uh yeah that's in halloween ends so (laughs) i can't wait to see how many times they say in halloween ends yeah um The other thing that this movie does is it really leans into Michael Myers is like the essence of evil and not a person anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it when it's more ambiguous, I guess. This one is just like, he's clearly not a human anymore. <laughs> like, 
We'll, um, we'll have to delve more into that in spoilers. But I mean, just the way people reference it. There's like a moment where he's like, "What do you like? Who is? I don't remember what the the line is leading up to it." But they're like, "The Boogeyman or something." Well, they, they, I I made a note of that after you 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 like texted me right as I was starting this movie your thoughts about it. So I was kind of like paying attention to that, and they say it and whenever they refer to Michael Myers as the boogeyman or the shape or just evil or something, I think it's really cringy. Like that's not something people would actually say. They would just say Michael or Michael Myers. And, and like, they do say Michael a couple times. It's yeah. like, just say that like, but in the, like, in the casting, in the credits, it literally is like the shape is yeah. it's not Michael Myers. It's the shape. So that's, that's fine. I mean, that's how it was in the original movie. And like Dr. Loomis in the original movie would refer to him as like the boogeyman and stuff, but he was also just like a pretentious weirdo. So it kind of made sense for that character in that original Halloween movie to like keep calling Michael Myers, these weird names, but now the whole town is doing it and it just doesn't feel like real dialogue. So Holden, you could call him the boogeyman then? I could, yeah, I could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they they <laughs> he is an apex predator. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, every time he kills, he transcends. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the trailer too. That was really cringy there too. Um, oh, I think the other thing that just bothered the daylights out of me this out of me in this movie is that everybody is so stupid oh my gosh this like it is a trope for people to be dumb in horror movies the the people in this movie are so dumb Mm -hmm. it's like okay let's all i have an idea let's all band together to kill michael myers great (laughs) idea great idea oh i will also have this idea let's one by one go and do something or once we get into a house that is clearly been infiltrated by michael myers i have an idea let's split up and go in different directions in different floors (laughs) unbelievably stupid um i i want to one thing i did like and i i don't think this i mean this wouldn't have affected you as much is watching the first one immediately before this was really good like, there are a ton... I, I mean, th- this movie pretends like it was written, like, alongside the other one. It does a pretty good job of covering it up because there are a ton of just, like, small things in the 2018 movie that are suddenly, like, brought back in this. And I was... That was kind of tight and cool. I thought that was interesting. Like, I didn't love these characters, but those that those characters that are, like, a doctor and a nurse, like, and on, dressed up, they're in, like, the first half of the movie or whatever... But they're literally just like during that one shot of Michael Myers in the 2018 movie, they're like getting in their car to leave to no, go I to this this bar. And there's just a ton of like weird small stuff like that that I thought was really neat. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could tell that I was like, oh, I don't really remember this. Oh, I kind of remember this person. I kind of remember them. Mm-hmm. I thought that I thought the like shitty boyfriend died in the last movie but he's he didn't apparently <laughs> the the one that you thought she would fall for did whatever yeah yeah so yep that's great um so i mean i'm i missed some stuff but i, I i'm not too all worked up about it yeah um because this movie is not very good i mean it was entertaining i really it was 
like a good slasher to watch. But yeah, the kills are good. Like I, I it this movie is a lot bloodier than the first one. I I had forgotten the first one. A lot of the kills are like off screen. And I mean, that's okay sometimes. And I mean, lots of times you would see the outcomes of those kills and it was still very gruesome, but this one is a lot more like in your face, which I liked. Um, I liked how that one kid in the first movie was in the news segment. (laughs) (laughs) She's like the number one best babysitter I ever had sort of thing. Um, That was pretty funny. I I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how great that kid was in the first movie. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, non-spoiler wise, I don't think I have a lot left to say. Um, the score's good. I mean, John Carpenter did it, uh, did a lot of it again alongside, I think his collaborators in the last movie. So yeah, that's still good. I mean, it's just still the Halloween music. I think everything around the Halloween music is pretty bad, honestly. No, I, I guess I mostly just think of the new arrangements, of the Halloween music, which is good, but Alrighty. Um, uh, rating time, Holden. Yeah, there's one There's one big positive I want to talk about, but I think it's a spoiler, so I'll wait. I th- I want to give this movie a, a f- mm, four and a half. I'm at a four, so. Yeah, four and a half is, I think, solid. I, I mean, as far as a slasher movie, if, if you're just in for like you just want to watch people get murdered <laughs> or whatever like if that i mean you know what that's fair that's what a lot of slasher movies are um i mean you're looking you, for a good halloween time yeah you could do worse than this i but in terms of just like actual structure and like of a movie it's it's a big mess it's a good um, movie to watch with some friends on halloween cuz you can be maybe i mean some of your halloween horror newbies will get scared by it but then they can also spend half the movie just making fun about fun of how bad it is and how bad the dialogue is so yeah it's definitely with all the stupid lines in this movie it's definitely one that you can make fun of with friends that's the ideal way to watch it so yeah ready to go to spoilers holden yep let's do it Okay, the one the one big positive I really liked was the flashback scene. Oh yeah. The 70s. I think um aside from the script, the script was the only thing where I was like, okay, this is a modern movie or whatever. But like the lighting, the sound design, the costumes that they had looked like 70s movie costumes. I thought it all evoked that like it, it would be from the original Halloween very well. Yeah, okay, so I don't remember the original one that well, but I thought the movie ended with Laurie Strode shooting him, or somebody shooting him a bunch of times, and he falls off the house, and he's laying in the yard, Mm -hmm. and then she looks, and he's not in the yard anymore. Yeah, that's how it ends. But then this one, the cops are there, and he's, like, standing in the lawn, what did I admit? Like, I was just confused. I'm like, well, doesn't the, this contradict this, what happened in the, the the original? No, this, I mean, so in between the first one and the 2018 one, he would have had to have gotten captured because, you know, he's in that institution. Oh, okay. I see. And so I this see, is so. like, yeah, this is like immediately after the original Halloween movie and just how he got caught. 
Okay, that makes sense. Because I, yeah. I was like, well, I, I was waiting for it to intersect with the ending of the first one. I'm like, wait, well, why isn't this stuff happening? And yeah. So, I so assume, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that whole scene I thought was really well done. I, I They flashed back to it a lot, which kind of got annoying. I feel like they showed the same scene like three times, which I was like, okay, we get it. Like this, this cop killed his friend. We yeah. get it. But, yeah, I mean, the first time it's shown, very good scene. Yeah, some, uh, I don't know if they, like, deep-faked Professor Loomis or whatever his name is. Um, Yeah, because he's, Donald Pleasance is dead. I think it, yeah, it was probably deep-fake or prosthetics or something. um, So, I mean, that was, that. yeah, it looked great. It looked like it was from the original movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. a lot of Michael Myers standing in front of windows. Just yep. thinking. <laughs> Apparently yep. his goal was just to go home. I guess. But that doesn't... I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Like, they keep pushing that idea because there's the constant motif of the window and, like, that's where he was staring at supposedly as a kid. And But, like, Why? I mean, I guess he is, like, they say he is a kid with, like, a like 50-year-old's body, but I, I don't know. <laughs> like, what's he going to do once he's there? You know what? I wonder what happens if you just drop him in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, right? Like, is he going to survive that? What's going to happen to him? That's what I would do. Take Michael Myers, capture him, <laughs> drop him in the ocean. The, also, if he can just take like twenty people at once, how did he even get captured in the first place? True, I. That whole climax scene is just like infuriating, kind of. I mean, I I, I don't know how else you would get out of it because you have another movie, you have that scene there, and they're just stabbing him constantly. Like, well, he has to come well, back. Well, they're somehow. not stabbing him constantly. They stab him once. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, and I'm like, I don't know, you have a bunch of guns. Maybe you just shoot him literally like 60 times. That's when when uh, Judy Greer, the mom, stabs him in the back with a pitchfork. I'm like, why don't you just stab him again? <laughs> like, you, you, got, you caught him off guard and he's like stumbled on the ground. Just keep stabbing him with that pitchfork. And, and then when the whole like mob is around him, they're mm-hmm. like... You know, like four people have guns. Why don't you just let the people with guns just shoot him, <laughs> and then maybe wait to go with your, you know, short range weapon till later, till he's mm-hmm. on the ground, and then he just suddenly just takes all twenty of them at once. And I'm like, okay, yeah, old was... Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Um, the mom's death, whatever. Who care. cares? <laughs> and also, let me just go alone into this house and look out the window. And I really like what the couple did with the place. Yeah, they made it look very nice. A little dark it, for my taste, but Little John and Big John. That was I. I didn't understand their names. <laughs> well, like, I think they were both named John, so yeah. they had to differentiate. Yeah. Good it on was, Michael was, Myers for just not being, you know. Uh, not being uh, prejudiced in the people he killed. Yeah, he killed, he, he killed, killed people. Killed everybody. Killed everyone all except a baby. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> Just, oh, that's the weird part of the first one. 
Well, it's weird because he has no problem like killing kids. Like he just mur- like he murders kids in this movie. He murdered a kid in the last movie, but now infants that's too far. <laughs> um yeah, especially since killing it would help him transcend. <laughs> <laughs> a baby is the final step. Yeah. Um I don't know. Do you think they'll have a little bit of some sort of humanizing element to to Michael Myers in the final film? I don't know. Like, I I agree with you. I like it when it's more ambiguous as to, like, if he's human or not. And, I mean, the end of this movie basically says he's not. But... I kind of like the idea of he's a six-year-old boy trapped in this demonic body that he needs to be freed but he doesn't understand how and and laurie kind of helping him yeah i mean if they free but if they do that they have to be really careful because that could be really stupid i agree like it could be really cool i mean especially with the way this movie ends they have to take it somewhere like that but introducing the concept of demons into halloween is we'll see (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they already just, they just have gone off the deep end with the supernatural anyway. Mm-hmm. You, you can't reel that back at this point. Um, let me see. Just other things I want to talk about. I mean, just, it bothered me how everybody was just so dumb in this movie. Um, I, I didn't like, I mean, Lori Strode was like one of the best parts of the last movie and she's just completely sidelined in this. Yeah, and they <laughs> she doesn't do anything. No, she she's just in a hospital bed and then she's like, "No, I need to leave." And then she gets hurt and goes back to the <laughs> hospital bed. <laughs> she uh I the one thing I wish it kind of focused on this more. I like that it, it went down the path of, "Look, it's not about you. He's not going after you." Like you're you're kind of obsessing over this, even though he literally does not care about you. Like well, I like maybe that. he does because I mean, he's back in his home, breathing and looking out the window. What else is there to do? I guess I don't. I mean, yeah. I wonder what his motivation can be then. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Some of the kills in this are cool. I, I mean, very violent. Um, I I really I laughed hard when he kicked that car door and made that girl shoot herself in the face. <laughs> that that cu- just... they built up that couple so much at the beginning and they just died. Yeah, I was like, okay, that was the, a waste of time. The, the husband or whatever gets stabbed in the eye. That was pretty funny. I um. The one elderly couple, the one lady gets, like, stabbed in the neck with a fluorescent light or whatever. There's no way that that sharp that they just go in there. Like, well, yeah, know. it was just, like, cutting through butter. It looked like it was... It, there's no way, but... um, I like how they're just messing around with the drone. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was you give funny. me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... And, uh, I those things i mean that stuff peaks in like the first half and i i forgot to mention there's like a chunk of this movie where michael myers is just not important and that's what when it starts focusing on the mob and everything and it just 
there's the I mean the the escaped mental patient who is a callback to I mean he's one of the guys who escapes in the first movie never gets caught he, he likes to sing Figaro or whatever and that's what he's listening to on the radio when he's in the car but um I, like I just felt bad for the guy and like no one's like everyone just blindly is like yeah he's that's Michael Myers even though we've never seen his face before <laughs> and also he's short and fat and looks like the penguin yeah <laughs> I'm like, Michael Myers like yeah he has a mask on but he doesn't have that long of hair either like like clearly not Michael Myers <laughs> I mean come on folks like you think this guy went around killing a bunch of people yeah I don't know. overpowering just felt bad for the guy yeah and then they just show him lying on the ground i guess mm-hmm. uh maybe we're the real monsters yeah <laughs> maybe michael myers has to kill everybody else because they're the real monsters maybe the, uh, it's all about climate change and how he's just trying to lower the population <laughs> of the earth to reduce co2 emissions the sheriff who gets rescued at the beginning of this movie by the boyfriend or whatever he i do not know how he's alive because first of all he got like stabbed in the neck and then he gets run over (laughs) i was like i totally had thought he died in the first movie yeah i mean i guess they don't show him literally his last breath passing his lungs but like he gets sliced in the neck by that crazy doctor guy and then as they're driving off in the cop car they run over him (laughs) like this guy is not alive yeah i was like wait i i because when i saw this i was like i could have sworn he had died in the last one but okay Mm -hmm. um yeah he also just when the flashback he also just stopped shooting yeah you know and he he has terrible aim like how do you miss like uh i mean i understand the first part but like when he's running away he's like pointing down the stairs and michael myers is like three feet away he still misses him like four times like, yeah what's going on my mom made comment of that and i was just like oh he's a stormtrooper don't worry <laughs> um I, I just want to see the four-year gap with michael myers <laughs> staying at airbnbs i i mean I will say the I like his design, like the burnt mask. That was cool. Um, even though it's stupid that he survived that fire, he somehow d- killed the whole fire squad. Who <laughs> like when he's leaving the building, they all visibly have axes. Like they just he just kind of lets them kill him one, or they just kind of let him kill him one at a time instead That's of like. What I'm s- Instead of like he's killing one and then they get his leg with an axe or something like you would think. Yeah. Again, people in this movie really dumb, and that's what bothered me, um, because again the whole town wants to kill him. Let's mm-hmm. go in and one at a time. <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say about Halloween Kills. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me too. Um, Oh, the the boyfriend's dad is like he's a reoccurring actor in Mike Flanagan's stuff. So he's in he was just in Midnight Mass and he was in he's in like Haunting of Hill House. I think he was one of the ghosts in Doctor Sleep too or he was someone in Doctor Sleep, but he looked very familiar, but I could yeah. not place him. Yeah, I like him a lot. But yep. he's 
is kind of dumb in this movie. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. Yes. Uh, Holden, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, Jimmy, I, uh... I got back on watching Steven Universe, and I have been binging that. <laughs> like very, I feel like I've watched two and a half seasons in the last week. Um, and I mean that part of that is each episode is literally only eleven minutes long, so it's not that hard. But they are there are quite a lot of episodes. But that show is very good. It's uh, people kind of make fun of it because it's a kids show and they like a lot of it is like people crying. There is a lot of like sad stuff and it's very emotionally mature. It's in the same vein of other shows I've I've recommended on the podcast or it's it's aimed at a kid audience, but it's really mature for what it is. Um, very solid. I've been watching it on HBO Max. Um, I watched Drag Me to Hell this week, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi movie. Um, which I had never seen, but have you seen it? Is that the one where the lady gets dragged to hell at the end? <laughs> I mean, yeah, spoilers, but yeah. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know how it ends. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good movie. I it's I mean, reminiscent of Sam Raimi's older horror stuff. It's got a lot of comedy to it. There's literally, uh, there's like a fight in a car between the main character and an old lady that is very funny. (laughs) There's one part where the old lady like tries to bite her, but she doesn't have her dentures in, so she's just like gumming her. (laughs) It's really gross, but it's kind of funny. Um, Yeah, solid movie. Um, I'd recommend it if you like Sam Raimi's other stuff. I just I I've been kind of on a Halloween kick, not only with the movies but just horror movies. So I wanted to watch stuff I haven't seen before. I also watched Trick or Treat um, on HBO Max. It's like a horror anthology movie. It's only like seventy minutes long. Directed by the guy who directed Krampus from a few years ago, and he <laughs> Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is not good, but. Uh, but Trick or Treat is pretty good. It's another like horror comedy thing. All four stories like intersect with each other. It's all one Halloween night in this small town. There's some actors you'll probably recognize. And the way they all intersect is really cool. Um, each story is very unique. It's not very long. I, I quite enjoyed it. Also, the like the poster monster ghost thing from this is like this little kid in like a sack mask. His name's Sam, but he is the cutest horror antagonist ever. Like every time he <laughs> showed up, like he's not he's not supposed to be particularly scary, but he's kind of like this through line between all the stories. And he is just the cutest thing. And he's actually played by like a five year old, so he's got all these little kid movements. It's oh <laughs> adorable. Um I also watched oh, I watched Hocus Pocus. I had never seen that before. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't really remember it all that well. Yeah, it was was all right. It was kind of fun, kind of cute. I get why people, you know, born or like kids around that time are very nostalgic for it. Um, And then in terms of video games, I, oh, I beat Metroid Dread. Very good. Really liked it. 
Um, I I had like a while ago. I started Uncharted three again, so I went and I finished that. Still also very good. I like Uncharted three. Story-wise, I had forgotten how much it focuses on Nathan and Sully, and I really like that. I like in terms of their like development and like learning about their history. Very good. Mm, I didn't think it was that good. Really? I yeah, liked it. and I like how they kind of retcon. I mean, they didn't really retcon it, but they pretty much retconned it with four, and I think it's a lot better. And not the Sully uh, Nathan storyline, but kind of Nathan's childhood. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I thought it was it's sweet. I think the story of three is very meandering and and the antagonist is not very good. No, the antagonist isn't very good. I agree with that. Um but yeah, I I like Uncharted Three. Um and then I've just been I like last time I was home in Lincoln I had been playing Doom Three, so I'm just finishing that. And I beat the main game, now I'm playing the expansion for that, and I'm hoping to beat it before I go back to Sioux Falls. Um Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me, Jimmy. What about you? Um, I haven't done a ton, actually. I just uh I only watched like an episode and a half of Squid Game since then, but uh episode i did watch i really liked it i think it was the strongest episode of the season it was the sixth episode um so i don't know if if you've seen that or not but i thought it was really good um and then i've only played a little bit of god of war 2 since then too so that's pretty much it though i'm trying to think if i have watched anything i don't know if i mentioned this but i did watch the pray away documentary that netflix has um, that was very interesting. Oh, okay. um, I would highly recommend it to anybody. Uh, so I thought that was very thought-provoking. Otherwise, no, I, I don't think I watched anything specific outside of Halloween Kills. I've been watching a lot of baseball playoffs, Holden. So oh, sure. That's been <laughs> replacing that time. So, Otherwise, I think that's it. So feel free to take us home. Sweet. Um, so next week, highly anticipated film, Dune. Finally, Holden. Finally. Can't wait to see that in an empty theater. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll go see that uh, definitely in the theater as opposed to on HBO Max. But it is going to be streaming on HBO Max. We we recommend go go to see it in the theater if you if you have the ability to, or means to do so. But if nothing else, I guess support it on HBO Max. Um, we want to see... I mean, we haven't even seen it yet, but we want to see Dune Part 2. It cuts off mid-sentence. Yeah, does it? <laughs> no, I'd, that'd be funny if it did. He's just like... Timothy Chalamet is like, look behind... And then the and next just movie starts with, you! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, nah, um, just kidding. I, I got you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very excited for that. And then the week after is Last Night in Soho. Um... So we'll see that. Um, Dune Part One's ends with Ray handing Timothy Chalamet a, a lightsaber. Yeah, that'd be great. Just what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you want to leave us a request, you can do so by uh, leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or by sending us an email at tompodcast.gmail.com or donating to our Patreon. I think that's it, though, Jimmy. All righty, Holden. Let's talk to them again next week. Adios. Pantalones. Love you.